listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 9th of September 2022. Uh, later, we'll take a look at how the markets have reflected on the life of Queen Elizabeth II. But first, with her passing, we, we thought we'd get some clarification on what it means for the local currency. The image of Her Majesty is printed on one side of Australian coins and is on the $5 note. And the Reserve Bank of Australia is responsible for the distribution of banknotes here. And it said today that it plans to update the $5 note in due course because it says the reigning monarch has traditionally appeared on the lowest denomination of Australian banknotes. Remember, she was also on the $1 note before it was discontinued back in 1984. It did add, however, that creating a new design for new banknotes is a complex process and it can be several years when a banknote is printed and when it is issued into circulation, depending on demand from the public and also the need to replace banknotes that have become worn in circulation. The important thing to remember here is that the current $5 note is still legal tender and will continue to be and used as normal. So don't let anyone try to convince you otherwise. It's a a similar situation for Australian coins, which are handled by the Royal Australian Mint. It's understood King Charles III will be on Australian coins in 2023. Now, investors also marked the death of the Queen on a quiet day for the Australian share market, up on the 200 by 0.7% to 6,894. For more, I spoke earlier with Elizabeth Tian from City. Liz, Queen Elizabeth II, how have global markets reacted and investors here in Australia to market there? Um, obviously, the, you know, the news has overshadowed really what's happening with the markets today. The markets have been quite quiet. We did have the ASX uh, allow all, you know, brokers and participants observe one minute of silence um, at 11 today. And we're also, um, the ASX have announced that they're waiting on the government to make any news regarding the Queen and the public holiday to potentially declare um, a public trading holiday also on the ASX. And similar offshore, um, there's expectations that if the funeral for the Queen is on a workday, the London Stock Exchange will also be closed. Okay. Um, How will her death impact global markets, especially the UK, amid amid a, a slowdown in that country? Yeah, I mean, there's been already a lot of rhetoric, you know, um, in the lead up to this. The UK is obviously facing some very uh, difficult months ahead. Um, it's, you know, the, the word is that the uh, new PM, Liz Trust, is facing the most difficult time for the UK economy um, since World War Two. And while this marks the end of an era with the Queen's um, passing, um, it's also, you know, a very, very difficult time for the UK. We've got soaring energy prices. Unfortunately, the Bank of England having to increase rates into a economy which is slowing down rapidly in the UK. Uh, the other key event today, uh, and a, a quite a, a large one, the European Central Bank lifting interest rates by an unprecedented 75 basis points. Just how significant is this? Why? And what are the implications? Yeah, it's very, I mean, you know, there were obviously the world 
uh, globally is slowing down and there's all this talk of uh, inflation, central banks are in a very difficult position, especially so with the UK Bank of England and the ECB as well. Now, the 70 basis point rate hike was expected. What makes it very difficult, though, is we all know that the European economy is slowing, they're sl- hiking rates very aggressively into um, an economy that's probably very much in recession, um, obviously with the switch off of the Nord Stream from Russia gas, um, soaring natural gas prices in Europe. It's going to be a very, very difficult next few months in Europe. And, you know, but they, it's kind of, they almost have to keep hiking until something breaks um, or they take inflation. Speaking of inflation, China's inflation rate rose less than expected, 2.5% for the year. What's your take on the Chinese economy right now? Yeah, I mean, that would have been welcome news for um, the Chinese uh, uh, central bank. Obviously, they've been having, um, you know, the COVID zero strategy is seeing a slowdown, marked slowdown in the economy, and that's come through in the data, slowing growth as well as the inflation. But this, what this really means, though, Ricardo, is that it gives the um, China central bank a bit more breathing space, unlike what we saw in the ECB overnight. It means that they, without that soaring inflation, they can kind of try and balance um, growth, um, have more room for, you know, stimulus, for a bit of more liquidity, for more easing in their economy to try and really stabilise growth uh, as China faces, uh, you know, difficulties around its property sector and this COVID zero strategy, which is seeing a strong slowdown in its economy. And finally, uh, local shares, they're up today. What actually drove the market higher? Yeah, so we've had a bit of a response sentiment um, in the last couple of days. Obviously, market's very strong yesterday, Ricardo, and that's really continued today with uh, news out from the Reserve Bank. You know, they're likely to not raise rates so aggressively. Very strong yesterday, and that's flowed through today. We're still expecting the Reserve Bank to continue to lift rates, but 25 basis points are three times um, in you know, for the rest of the year to bring our local interest rates up to 3.1%. We did have um, strong iron ore prices that's flowed through in the mining sector, um, but all eyes really on next week. Key data: we've got unemployment numbers coming out and business and consumer sentiment next week. Elizabeth Tian there from City. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.